Previously on Libel the Bible. We diagnose God as a sociopathic, histrionic, malignant narcissist. The Israelites have an unleavened bread festival to celebrate their escape. God manipulates Pharaoh into chasing after the Israelites. God uses Moses to part the Red Sea, allowing the Israelites to escape the Egyptians. God then closes the Red Sea upon the Egyptians, killing all who follow the Israelites. The Israelites have a Jewish woodstock. God gives everyone manna. And now, episode 16 of Libel the Bible. the headphones today oh shit i just read record but um all right i'm scott i'm rusty i'm glad you're going without the headphones because for those who weren't in the room with us just now i just painfully watched rusty take about 20 minutes to uh set up his microphone here well not everybody goes into this as haphazardly as you do scott like i take this i take this a little more seriously that's why when you listen to the show i sound like a professional and you sound a little buffoonish when, sometimes. When we release the video, I'm going to show you how many <laughs> ways this boom, mic boom, articulates. It's only got like two elbows and a swivel, and it he just couldn't figure it out. It was like a big puzzle to him. <laughs> Amy, <laughs> Amy is constantly telling me how she's amazed by my level of intelligence and how proportionately stupid I am when it comes to like levers and like try like fig like a book bag you know when you would have to adjust like shoulder straps on a book bag and you've got like the you know yeah, yeah, yeah. the straps coming in uh, through like those hooks i can't figure that shit out it's been 49 years i don't know like how to tighten so you can't it. adjust a bra i don't know even on both sides either it's kind of the same adjust the bra yeah i've never really had to adjust the bra yeah. I've had to, like, you know, remove a bra, but I've never mm. had to adjust a bra. Mm. Okay. Okay, maybe it's just me. Do you adjust bras? <laughs> you know, sometimes. Okay. I mean, listen, that's... Yeah, I'm in favor of whatever lifestyle you choose to lead. Yeah, so uh, Rusty asked me to adjust my microphone because it was kind of nice. He's like, he's like... I miss seeing your face. Like, well, I, that's I, why I'm also not wearing headphones. Like, I can hear you now. Like, if it almost feels like I'm in the room with you, as opposed to like, it's more. It feels more personal you know, go, without go the, the headphones. Episode without the headphones, I'm going to leave mine on this time. Mm-hmm. And if you if you say it's good, okay. If you if you said let there be no headphones, and you found it was good. Well, I'm definitely going to be good. No, I mean, well, let's go through the whole episode. You don't know. I mean, if it might be 20 minutes, you're not going to like it. You think I'm going to have a down night? No, I just think you, you just, you're, uh, what's the word for it? Um, Overconfident? Uh, no, 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 you know, you just change your mind a lot. You wishy-washy. Wishy-washy? Yeah, that's right. That's I think wishy-washy. the term that you're looking for is introspective and thoughtful. Uh, People yeah. who are introspective and thoughtful tend to, like, work through things. Hmm. And will change their mind based on new data, new information, right. you know, right. new means of processing. They're not just dug in. So the next time you adjust that microphone, it'll take half the amount of time because you'll have that data. In, in your head oh, no. Your like I said, I'm an idiot when it comes to like <laughs> shit like that. All right. But now you can't. I'm, see- a, I'm a thinker, not a doer, Scott. I'm a thinker, not a stinker. 
All right. So, uh, anything else you want to talk about before we get into it? Do we want to discuss your anger issues on there? Or that's something we'll talk about. I mean, if air. you feel like you want to discuss my I anger issues, your text messages <laughs> lately. I mean, it's hard to you know get tone in well, the text message. What am I saying? Just I'm not gonna go through it. No, no, no. Okay. Tell me, go ahead. Nah, I'm not gonna do that on air. But um, was it more than one? Was it ten? It seemed like uh, it seemed like ever since like you got involved with like a little competition, like uh, your text message was oh, quite inflammatory and quite that. Um, no, that I'm really fucking angry at. All right, so <laughs> here's the situation, everyone. So on Twitter, I'm in um, Libel the Bible. I got me and Scott into like some kind of 64 podcast bracket. It's completely fucking meaningless. Um, it's just nonsense, really. But whatever, any little exposure you can get. So if you're involved in a 64 team bracket, someone's going to see the name of the podcast, maybe check it out. And at this point, like one or two viewers here or there. That doesn't sound small at all. I think that's 64. I think it's good. It's like a field day for us. Yeah, but we're like we're like in one of those situations where if a thousand people hear about us. Yeah, we might get like two listeners out of it. You know what I mean? Like that's. The world of like podcasting. Uh, and see, like I like the optimistic online rusty. media. Like you need rusty. like you need numbers. Yeah. So anyway, so fuck it. So I I entered this this thing, and we get matched up against another podcast, and each round of the tournament involves something different. So in the first round, it involved cre- like a meme. You had mm-hmm. to create a meme about the other podcast. Well, that's good. That forces people to listen to other people's forecast, uh, podcasts, and we, you know, right there, you which is listen. what I did. It's nice, nice. And I listened to the other podcast, and it was garbage. It was, oh, you know, it was ow, shit, dude. I'm not talking about the content. I'm talking about the audio quality. Oh, oh the audio okay. quality was was absolutely atrocious, which is understandable for a new podcast. Yeah. So I didn't just listen to the first like few. I, I listened. So like all the, you know, I listened to parts of almost every episode. Right, right. And it sounded like they were recording like, you know, in a submarine. So did you maybe like reach out to, your, you know, this fledgling podcast and, you know, offer like uh, some advice? Like, hey, guys, I, you know. Well, I did reach out. Yeah. Uh, there's a group chat for all the podcasts involved. Oh, yeah. And I tagged them in the group chat telling them that. Um, libel the Bible was gonna kick the shit out of them in the first <laughs> challenge. But Is they, that before we knew what the they, challenge was? They, uh, we knew that it was, yes, we already knew that it was a meme challenge. And when Rusty says we, he's talking kind of like God. He's really talking about himself because I really had nothing to go to with this. Well, I mean, right. So Scott um, isn't creating the meme. Scott's busy with the website, which is looking great, by the way. LibelTheBible.com. Everybody should check it out. It, it's really great. There's Definitely some nitpicky things I have with the design, but that's sure. all right. Scott's going to work through it. And I've, I've made a concerted effort because I have given <laughs> Scott so many notes, show notes. Like there are going to be certain things. I'm just going to let it go at this point. And now I open the alcohol. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing shots. Though. I'm not even doing one. Uh, I can't wait to come up in therapy. Scott's therapy. <laughs> So anyway, so getting back to this podcast challenge. So the bottom line is this. They've been radio silent on Twitter. This this uh, podcast that we're going up against, they haven't been around. They haven't posted a meme. I did post a meme. Okay. And 
there's like 30 votes as of our recording right now there's just about 30 votes mm. and we have close to 70 percent of the votes oh, that's good yeah except the other podcast didn't put anything up so someone 30 percent of the people who are voting voted for nothing so i was texting scott this is where my anger that scott mm. uh was talking about comes in i was texting scott fucking pissed off mm. And you know what it is? It's a microcosm of humanity. Nice. I hate humanity. (laughs) I like people. Like individual people, I like. Humanity as a whole, I fucking hate. Mm. It's funny. Me and Amy laugh because Amy's the opposite. Amy, you know, she loves humanity. She doesn't like people, like individual that's people. That's, yeah. that's a good... So, to me, it encapsulated just the stupidity and idiocy of people. You know, either either people oh. think they're being funny or... um, Sure, let's say a few of them are people who listen to that other podcast. Right. But even still, the podcast didn't submit anything. What are they voting for? Right. It's like it's not, a, it's not even a participation vote because they didn't even participate. Right. They have nothing. Wow. So, so you don't understand the one, anger yeah, over there's, that? There's one of two things that are happening here. One, like their people are just voting for them blindly because they're their people. Or they're actively voting against you. <laughs> like It doesn't matter what the other... They just they just know anything you put up is not going to be as good as what they put up. Or they just don't like you or your views. It's very possible. Yeah. It's very possible. It's I like, vote blue no matter who, even if blue sucks, right? Yeah. I mean, listen, it the, we are... What I've realized is we're in a niche where right off the bat, a decent amount of the population is already against us. Just like when they read about what the show is that we do. Well, you probably felt like that almost your whole life, walking out your front door, right? <laughs> like the like whole the world, world is against yeah. me? Why did I have to walk out the front door? I felt that way in my inside my door. Oh, uh, so yeah. Speaking of therapy, that should come up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, so how so uh, how how's this meme thing work? Uh, like how long? And by the when, way, when's the voting? And end? by the way, I'm sorry. Even if I am a little bit angry, or angrier than usual this week. Yeah. It's might not be for a bad cause, right? I haven't had a cigarette in nine days. Nice, man. Get up here, man. Yeah. Yeah, we just physically touched. <laughs> Hands, high fived. Not in the way nice. I nine wanted days. to. Nice. But nice. Yeah, so I haven't had a cigarette for nine days. So if I have an occasional outburst, I'm sorry, Scott. Dude, I'm here to be your punching bag if it gets you through this tumultuous time in your life. Okay. Well, I appreciate yeah, that. You don't appreciate shit. That's your problem. <laughs> Anyway, that's gonna trigger me. I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy like a carton on the way home. I'll have you know, I just uh, this month I hit 11 years actually. Oh, very cigarette. good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Okay. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done for us lately, Scott? Uh, you quit drinking for a month. Month and a half. A month and a half. Yeah. Then yeah. Now you've got. That's oh wait, sh- you got a shot? And did you open wine? No, I, I was out of wine. But in case I run out of shots, I'm going to open this sangria, which is not really oh, like a gross. thing. You know? Sangria. So, yeah. I decided I'm going to try and empty my house of all the alcohol that's been here forever. All right. So I'm just going to work, work through it. All right. Well, 
I mean, you want to get to the episode? Sure. Have we bantered enough? Sure. Sure. All right. I'm, uh, I don't know. I felt like, so I felt like we're going to cover three chapters today. Exodus. I, when you said that, I thought it was going to be, oh, only three chapters? But then, yeah. Uh, I stuff. wanted to call you during the week. So I had read, so usually, like, I'll go through the reading real quick. At, like, right after we record an episode, the next day, I'll, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that didn't go down well. Scott just Not had a well. shot. Was at the sangria? No. Oh, what was that? Fucking Jameson's. Oh, you had a shot of Jameson's. All right. It's not the best whiskey. Yeah. You know, a lot of people like swear it by down. it, but it's, it's not really that good. It's, that's why people do it with shots in bars. It's usually when you're drunk, you do Jameson. Sure. You probably shouldn't try and get drunk on Jameson. Well, there's different like labels too, right? Oh, for is Jameson. it? Jameson. Yeah. Um, this is just your run-of-the-mill, yeah. regular Jameson. Yeah. You should have let that or barrel sink. Maybe I'm thinking of Johnny Walker. I'm thinking of Johnny Walker, like Johnny yeah, Walker. Red, so. blue, black. Yeah. yeah. All right. So anyway, so um, we're going to do Exodus 17 through 19 this week, which when I read it, I thought was a little bit um, too short. But the problem is Exodus 20 Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw what you yeah. did there. Yeah, so we want to like we want to do Exodus twenty, you know, and then twenty twenty one. Well, what, however many it takes yeah. to uh, cover the next section. Excited about that next section. Yeah. I'm excited about these sections actually. All right. So yeah. So after having um, considered calling Scott and telling, I wanted to have a whole conversation with Scott. What do you want to do? Do you want to go into twenty and just stop at twenty? And then I was like, fuck it, I'll just tell him. What? 17 through 19. And then when I re- reread it again, like when I went deeper into it, mm-hmm. there's shit to talk about there in is, uh, 17, is. 18, 19. Let's get to you thinking about calling me. Were you sitting on the couch, like like half dialing my number? And then we're like, no, why isn't he calling me? No, he should, he should call me now. It's his turn to call. Anything like that? No, not at all okay, like that. Let's move on. Let's move on. Just, uh, you know, just feeling out a relationship on the air here, man. Scott. You you make these comments suggesting that I'm passive aggressive. <laughs> when have you ever known me to be, to be any <laughs> passive, right? I'm just aggressive. <laughs> yeah, but you can be unsure of yourself, especially when you're alone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It sounds like it sounds like this should be like an '80s like hair uh, hair metal song. <laughs> yeah, be unsure of yourself when you're alone. Uh, yeah, but then I come to you at night, and you're so sure of yourself. Okay, let's get into the episode. As our bodies entwine, episode uh, in the, Exodus in the seventeen. Dark. <laughs> Water, Water from, from the, the rock. rock, or real rock from the rock. <laughs> um. All right, so public enemy. You gotta imagine, right, Scott? I mean, the Israelites have escaped. Woohoo! Uh, God has parted I the Red Sea. I hardly think of it as an escape, though. Right. It was like Han Solo escaping the Death Star. All right, you right. Know, they so, let him get away. So and so, what is it called? It's we'll called call it the Exodus. Escape. It's right? an Exodus. It's a. But what is? What do we call it? Then? I guess it's an escape. A leaving. It's an escape with the. With a lot of help, I guess. I don't know. I mean, they did escape because they were chased, right? It's an by escape. the Let's, by the It's an escape, yes. By the Pharaoh, as you say. <laughs> exactly. And his it's army. An es- it's an escape. Okay. Yes. So they've escaped and um now they're like walking around the desert. They yep. finally were given 
mana to eat, <laughs> yeah. which uh, we ended, the section ended saying that for the next 40 years, that's pretty much what they were going to have to yeah, eat. That's, that's great. But now, they're fucking thirsty as fuck. Wait, wait, before we get that, before we get that far. So, from the wilderness of sin, the Israelites came in stages. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I thought this, but when I read in stages, because remember he said it, he said it in squads or what, he said yes. something, something like that. Yes. So when I thought it's in, in stages, stages, yes. I don't even know how I thought of this. I thought of like an old eight bit, like maybe a Commodore sixty four game. Like you know the, the, the whole rash, like the whole breakdancing craze in the eighties. Sure. And it was like there was like games where you had to like have dance offs. Yes. So like the first stage would be like a bunch of dudes like popping and locking, <laughs> so, and you had to match their moves to get uh, past them. Yeah. Right. So I'm thinking that's what the Hebrews were doing, like the first stage. Right. So the first stage, right? Yeah. Like then, um, the drum crew came yeah, out, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the clarinets followed. Next crew was up rocking yeah. or something. <laughs> so you think by the time they get to this like Amalek attacks business. You think that's more like, uh, what do you call Lots it? Lots of footwork, man. Maybe some yeah, spins. Yeah, you think it's like, it's a, like a face-off, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. You think, maybe, yeah. Or what, could be what's like, it called? Slam the yard? What, what do they call that? Stomp the yard? Stomp the yard, right. Stomp, you think it's a stomp the yard situation? No, isn't stomp the yard like music? Like the drum corps and the... It's like the break dancing. Yeah, they just... Okay, stomp yeah. the yard. Well, not break dancing, but it's mm. like a dance-off. Okay, yeah. It's definitely we a, pop and lock. I think it was a pants-off dance-off. <laughs> right. All right. So they're going in stages. You're right. And this is going to be important because... So they're really thirsty, and they're totally complaining, like, constantly oh to Moses. God. Like, constant fucking complaining. <sighs> I mean, you can't blame them. I... I was going to get to that. Yes. At first, I was like, stop, you damn yeah, bitch. But-, but you can't blame them. Like, they, no. they, they don't have water. No. First, they didn't have food. Right. And the food is it just is the food's mana. Crap. Right. The food is it's, crap. It's like prison. <sighs> so they're complaining. So, by the way, um, sin, S I N. So I'm pretty sure it's pronounced sign. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Because they're in the Sinai Peninsula. That would make sense. Yeah. So sign, you know, sin. Do you know if you know a Cindy that spells her name with an S? Watch out for that girl. She's definitely gonna be a stripper or something. Really? Right. Yeah, got it. We used to hang out with a Cindy with an S. I don't know if it was with an S. We yeah. used to our insurance uh, company that we used to hang out. <laughs> yes, at. That's, okay. that's another story. <laughs> um. So, all right. So they're in. The Sinai Peninsula, they're out of water. They're complaining to Moses. So Moses goes to God, and he's like, yeah, they're going to fucking kill me. They're, they're going to stone me. Right. So now, again, is God just forgetful of their needs? Like, he just sets and forgets. Like, they, they're, they're off wandering, and it takes the phone call all the time to go. And he's got to go, oh, shoot, yeah. I, I don't know so and- much that he forgets. Or he just, he doesn't care as much, care. so he's not really thinking about it. I'm going to take it a step further, and it's, it's going to lead to my theory later. Uh-huh. Maybe he's unsure of what the needs of these humans are. Like, he may have created them, supposedly, but maybe he doesn't quite know exactly what they need. Right, like he created them in his image, right? Right. But 
he's not really made of. F- is he? He is he made of flesh? Like, what does that mean in his image? We just look like him. And then why can't we look at him without going like? I think it's gonna be implied a little later. Like they can't look at. Oh, him. Oh no, which, I gotta, I gotta we're gonna get that into too. that too, right? But it's the implication is like they'll be driven mad or crazy or die yeah. if they see me. But if we're made in his image, why is any of that? Yeah. Reality. I don't know. No, but that that is a good point. Like he he doesn't know. Like yeah, maybe he doesn't he, know the needs. He doesn't spend a lot of time with us. He's like an absentee like father. You know, he's like one of these professional athletes who spent his whole life like yeah. playing, and then he retires and he comes home and he's got like these kids, and he doesn't know like what to do with them. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. So he says, uh, grab some elders, go in for, go ahead of the people, bring your staff. And uh, come up to this rock. Yeah. And strike the rock. Right. And water will come forth from the rock. Right. Now, that's great, but he went ahead with the elders, so now they have water. Right. What about the three million people behind them? And by the way, it's not just them. They're going in stages, right? Yeah. So it's only the stage that Moses is in. What about all the other ones? Oh, right. Right? So I'm assuming, like, Moses and his stage show up to, like, point a right they move on and the stage behind them then shows up to point a right like yeah and the later stages are doing the more intricate moves so they they're using a lot more energy you know doing a backspin a head spin (laughs) all that stuff the guys in a pop and lock you know Hmm. maybe they start later and by the way okay so everyone is thirsty and God's like, go to this place and do this, right? Wouldn't it be easier to just make it rain? Oh. Like, God made it rain so bad that it flooded the whole goddamn fucking planet in, like, a matter of weeks. Um, Why don't you make it rain somewhere in between there and, and like, where people can quench their thirst? It's famine <laughs> or you're covered in quails. Yeah, it's like, just make it rain. Yeah. Why the rock? Why all this like... Cindy will go- make you make it rain, right? Goalie. <laughs> <laughs> From her vag. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So long story short, um, they get water, I guess. It's explained. This The explanation for how they get water is this ludicrous comes out of the rock. ludicrous story yeah it comes okay. out of the rock so now and by the way do they just drink it like a fountain like it's a fountain or like they had to gather it up in some vessels, i mean that's definitely arcs. we can we can imagine that i don't know yeah, well they don't mention it again so who cares they, yeah. they, they're they're all quenched right see i would think it's like a faucet you know it's just like it doesn't like spray up it just like sprays comes down so they can like mm. You know, like put a bucket underneath it and or whatever they have. I don't know if they have buckets you know, stone or what they faucets have. faucets are probably pretty expensive these days, Stone right? faucets? Stone faucets? Oh. Yeah, it's got to be expensive. You can't even get someone to like grout it properly anymore, yeah. man. People yeah. have lost the art of like home building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, no, really. Like you go look at like any church in Manhattan. From like four hundred years ago, it's a beautiful structure. Go like go look at floorboards in like apartments nowadays. After like three years, they're just like yeah, it's just crap. Yeah, it's shit. This now. is amazing structure in Newark. It's like a basilica or a cathedral. I don't even know what you yeah, call it's it. Always the church. It's 
amazing. Yeah. It doesn't even look like something that belongs on this continent. It looks like something that's centuries old, and it's a... I don't remember the name of it, but everybody check it out. Check it out, like, big check out church this, in Newark. Yeah, check out this church <laughs> that I don't know where it is or what the name is. But it's awesome. Yeah, I'm sure there's only one it's in huge. Newark. No, it's you. I mean, it's dominant. It's like, it's like, makes St. Patrick's look puny. Okay. So, speaking of Europe and other nations, we can now officially call the people who Moses are with mm-hmm. Israel. Because they are now being referred to by Israel, as Israel. As the collective, they are Israel. They are Israel. But they're not in Israel yet, right? I would say you could say that these people are the nation of Israel. They don't have have a city-state of Israel yet. So this Rafidim that they're camped out in is not part of Israel yet? No. Okay. All right, so let's uh, talk about what happens when they camp. All right, there. so they finally, so they finally get water, and they arrive um, wherever the fuck they arrive. Rafidim, is that what it is? Rafidim or Rephidim or? And someone named Amalek. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a person or a bunch of people called Amalek. I thought it was a Bimalek for you a know, second. like Romulan Amalek. Oh, shoot, like the Amaleks? Right. Oh. No, right. no, it wouldn't be. Because it would be Amalektites or some shit like Amalektites. that. Amalektites. Yeah. yeah. So the, the the section is titled in Exodus 17, Amalek attacks Israel and is defeated. Maybe Amalek's a derogatory term for, like it's a racist term for some some people. Oh, so like the rabbis that were writing the Bible, it right? dirty Amalek. It was like here. the way like Vietnam vets would talk about like the Vietnamese using like slurs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, anybody right. using slurs. So, yeah. Like the G word. The G word, yeah. So this is the A the word. The S yeah. word. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, so Amalek uh, is coming to fight him. And I'm assuming it's more than one man, right? It's like it's like uh, his, his. So that's what I'm saying. So Amalek attacks Israel. Is that like is he a general or a ruler, or is it just the people? Eh, let's just say it's a people, just like Amalek, like Israel's a people. We'll say Amalek. It's like we'll say Amalek's fighting Israel. All right. So <laughs> Moses is immediately like, "Yo," he tells someone, Joshua. Yeah, someone, Joshua. I don't know. Do you know who Joshua is? He, they use a, names like like we're supposed to know who these people are. This person has never been introduced. He was a Professor Falcon's son. <laughs> oh, the one that he wrote the game for? Yeah, yeah. The password was All right, so Moses is like, do you want to play a game? <laughs> yeah. And Joshua's like, yeah. And Moses is like, go down, <laughs> go down real close to the fighting. He's like, I'm going to go up here. I'm going to stand on this rock that's like all the way back here. Yeah. And what's funny is he goes, go down to fight. Yeah. I'm going to the rock tomorrow. Yeah. Joshua just said, hey, fancy boy, why don't you go to the rock yeah. first and then I'll go. Right. And then he gets up on the rock and this whole James Brown scene <laughs> takes place. You know, like when James Brown is like performing and he gets like all like excited and he's exhausted yeah. and he collapses and like his handlers throw like the cape over him. That's pretty much like what happens with Moses. Apparently, in order for the Israelites to defeat Amalek, Moses has to keep his hands up. Right? Yeah, Amalek all of a sudden. Amalek? We were saying Amalek. We both said Amalek like 13 times. Now you're Amalek. (laughs) And then you're going to make fun of how I pronounce things. 
I'm sorry, Scott. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's how you, do you know what it is, Scott? It's my anger issues. <laughs> yes. It's my yes. anger issues. Yes, yes, it is. Um, so all Moses has to do to defeat this army is hold his hands up. And motherfucker can't even do that. Well, well, well. First of all, he goes. Well, thankfully, he goes up there with two other people. Moses, Aaron, and her go up there. Her, each with a book and a quarter. <laughs> Moses came Moses. down with three seventy five. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, that's yeah. Good. So that's good. You did the math on three times a buck and a quarter. <laughs> I had to write it out. It's that's in my good. notes. Oh, <laughs> nice. Don't say two fifty. <laughs> yeah. So now. Moses realizes every time he raises his hands with the staff, Joshua's winning. Yeah. Every time he puts his hands down, Amalek's winning. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm like wondering how many times like he did that to test it. Like <laughs> Joshua was like looking up like, dude, keep your fucking hands well, up. Well, I don't think he realized it. I think like he inherently knew. Mm. You know, like he knows like he's got it he, because he's the conduit of the Lord. Yeah. So he's like standing there with his arms up. That's what I'm doing right now. For those of you that can't see me, I'm, I've got yeah. my arms up. Right. But at a certain point, like you do get tired. See, like, don't after shoot. like three, See, don't shoot. four hours. See, don't shoot. Don't shoot. Hands up. Don't shoot. Forget it, man. Yeah. <sighs> how, fi- how quickly we forget civil struggles. Oh, oh. That's all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. BLM. So he's got his hands up. And after three, four hours, you do get tired. You're, three or you're, four minutes, dude. Seriously, leave your hands up the rest of the podcast. Well, first of all, I can certainly leave my hands up for three, four minutes. And I could certainly leave them up longer if I'm like adrenalized. Like if there's a battle. And my side's victory is dependent on me keeping my hands up. Oh, nice. That's going to add some time to like. You rise to the occasion. Especially nice, if God. And by the way, why can't God just help him keep his fucking hands up? I'm going to tell you why. Go ahead. Because he's. You, and I didn't get into You said you, he was channeling the energy of God. He really is. And God's above. I'm not going to tell you what, doing what. What he's in right now. By the way, how do we know but, God's above? We keep saying shit like that. Uh, they say it later. Do on. they it's say co- that? It's coming. Yeah. So it's like electricity. He's like the he's like the lightning rod. Right now, God's energy is all over the place. So he's focused. He channels his it. Hands. Yeah. Why God he's can't like, God doesn't like know the, how to channel his energy. He's like the headpiece to the staff of Ra. You know, <laughs> yeah. in the map room. Sure. So that that, that lights all over the place. But when sure. it hits him, he's the headpiece. Sure. He focuses it. Sure. And he's got to be in that exact spot. Right, right, right. The German staff was too long. <laughs> They're standing in the wrong place. <laughs> you know those Germans and their long staffs. <laughs> so, okay. So Moses, basically, he can't keep his arms up and he gets help. Yes. They, they find a rock for him to sit on. Yeah. And then uh, two guys. Who were the guys? Aaron, his uh, his his uh, Aaron well-spoken and brother, her? and her. H U R. Okay. Not the amazing musician, by the way. There's you know a, her? No. H E R. H E R. She's a singer and like. Uh, no. She's amazing. She's amazing. I'll check it out. She she reminds me like of a female prince. That Saint Vincent. Saint Vincent is a female prince. Okay. Bro. Well, compa- you, you compa- really got to listen to some Saint Vincent. All right. Like mm-hmm. on headphones or like properly. Got to listen to her properly. It's so man. good. You're giving me orders. I I'll, just make suggestions. I'll, uh, I'll uh, give you some songs. And by the way, anyone listening, St. Vincent, she's the shit. 
Are we getting a royalty for that? Like some sort of no, no royalty for that. All right. Um. So he gets help, uh, holding his hands up, and eventually the Isra- Israelis they win. Till sun, yeah. He holds his no- arms up till sunset, and they win at sunset. Okay. Do you think they were sort of looking around for like long sticks and some? Twine, just like you know, tie him to the sticks to prop his hands up. So, uh, that's so it can... is weird. Like it's almost like I don't know. It's another loophole. So in other words, God, it's like do this one thing. Like needs to use him as the conduit, so he needs to hold his hands up. So, but God allows people to why. hold his hands up. I know why this is. Happening. It's kind of like the elevator on on the Sabbath that you know stops at every floor because you're not supposed to like yeah, use right. electronic devices even though you're on a goddamn fucking elevator. Yeah, right. Like like it's, it's not the benefit of the work that you have to avoid. It's yeah, the work itself. Right, right. It's just it's right. a weird. It's weird, it's right. it's a terrible loophole. Hit so, that button for me? <laughs> no. If I'm stuck stopping on every right, floor, right. you're stopping on every floor too. That didn't make really any sense, but well, anyway. All right, so then the Lord says, write this in a book and recite it to Joshua. Mm-hmm. I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek yeah. from under heaven. It's stupid. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Right, because he's telling them to put something in a book that says he God's not going to remember do you know Amalek. Why he to, do you know why he told him to put it in a book and not just tell him? Because Moses is a mumble-mouthed idiot. That's why he has Aaron with him, remember? You can't, he doesn't talk well. So, yeah, I don't know if that's why, but no, explain that. That's that's interesting. Because Mo- so, Moses doesn't talk well. All right, so hold on. Oh wait, wait, was it Abraham no, I, that didn't talk well? No, Moses right, doesn't Moses, talk right, well. Yeah. Um, what does God want to do with this Amalek? He wants to wipe his memory out. Utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek. Right. So, so that means we're gonna forget we, this all happened. Right. Even though we're literally, but it's it doesn't make sense, right? Because he no. tells him. It's kind of like, you know, in Mission Impossible, every mission starts with like that secret message that then destructs yeah, the yeah. self-destruct. Right. This is the reverse of that. <laughs> God is like, okay, I'm going to tell you something, but you can't ever like have anybody know this. So write it down <laughs> in a book. Oh, that's a, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's stupid. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Why write? And recite it to Joshua. Yeah, that, that is weird. Yeah. So now why does he want to erase the memory of the event? Is he guilt? Does he feel guilt? Like he caused this fight too and more people died? No, he wants to... Den- well, he wants to deny him the honor. Does he... He wants to deny Amalek the honor? Yeah. Like uh, Okay, honor. but I, I'm assuming if he wipes all memories of Amalek out, are now all the Israeli soldiers standing in a bloody field, not knowing how they got there and who these dead bodies are, or the dead bodies gone too? Oh, I see what you're saying. Is that well, like a lost time incident? So I don't think... <laughs> like all of a sudden, like what happened what, what, what happened the last four hours, last 24 hours? Right. It's like that Star Trek episode where um, they keep blowing up like the Enterprise yeah. and they got to like... Yeah. figure out like what's going on yeah. they restart at the same point over and over i think that's not what's going on i think god means like future generations like we're not going to talk about these people what does god need with a starship <laughs> <laughs> that's a star trek five and um the undiscovered country that's no. like the no i'm sorry no no frontier. don't tell me uh, that 
Um, That's the one where they go to the end of like the universe or whatever. Yeah. And they meet God. What's it called? That's the shitty one that uh, Shatner directed, right? That's like the worst one, apparently. I haven't seen that one. The Undiscovered Country is six. That's like considered like like the third best one, right? Mm. Khan, then The Voyage Home, and then The Undiscovered Country. I I, I like um, Khan for the nostalgia stake sake uh-huh. then undiscovered country and and then the voyage home i gotta say i heard the, most, the search of spock is like uh yeah, getting little, like yeah, as right. as it's aged. i like the motion picture better as i'm getting older so. yeah but it's not because it's, it's more like the tv show right it's more like casual and laid back yeah 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 it's not like the action bullshit that yeah, it's basically yeah. become like star wars it's long drawn out and boring yeah. <laughs> i mean they need it's like a movie theater audience you know they need like all the fucking idiots. Yeah, so now this is lost time. The Israelites don't know what happened for the last 24 hours, apparently. Because no, I don't gone. think so. I just think God means, like, for future generations, like, we're not going to give either uh, the person, Amalek, or the people, the Amalek. We're not going to give Oh, them... it's like when, when there's a mass shooter and we will not say his name anymore? Yeah, we're just Sorry. not going to give them their due. And maybe he even means, like, we are now going to, like, breed with them. And like wipe out their memories, kind of like so. You know, Putin, he's mm. taking like Ukrainian children now, like mm. that are orphans, and he's like bringing them into Russia mm. and having them adopted by like Russians. So it's almost like it's not genocide, but it's like a form of like genocide where he's right. So that maybe that's what God means. Like we're mm. just gonna we're gonna assimilate these people, and but but there's a line at the end that throws that all off. All right. He says the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. So I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. So write it's a it contradiction. The, write, write it in a book. Nobody's going to remember it, and we're going to fight generation after yeah, generation. it's a contradiction. So the Amalek must be a people, I'm assuming. It's not just a person. So, Bro. <sighs> Who cares, right? It's just a victory, right? It's a victory. Let's take I it. I think, again, I think what you just talk about is a perfect example of what's wrong with the book. Mm. One, it lacks so much detail. It introduces characters out of nowhere who are apparently super important, but they've, they're only given like one line. Um, there's contradiction, contradictions within like a paragraph. Mm. There's a contradiction. Yeah. A paragraph starts and ends with t- two things that are diametrically opposed to one another. And so this is where, like, the confusion must come in for, like, people who believe this book literally. Mm. I mean, it's, I, 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 told, I, I, told I don't one, know how. I told one of my God-feeling friends, I, I mentioned to her what we were doing. God-fear. And I, uh, and I, uh, I sent her, like, a, like, a. Does she scre- fear? I don't know. <laughs> like that's, a scre- that's a weird phrase, by the way, if you think about it, because he does want you to fear him. Yes, it's not weird at all. He's an it's extortionist. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like. He's like knocking on your door. He's like, I'm here to save you. And you're like, from who? And he's like, from myself, if you don't do what I tell you. <laughs> That's what's called a racket, people. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pay for protection from who? From me. <laughs> so what's your friend? So so, so uh, she was like, you're not really doing this. Are you? I was like, of course I am. Yeah, we're doing this. And uh, so I sent her like a screenshot of like one of the, uh, like a week ago. Yeah, we're like 15 episodes in. We're yeah, doing we're, it. We're, we're doing this. We are in the pool. 
So I sent her a screenshot, like one of the atrocities, like of uh, the mm-hmm. two daughters raping Lot, mm-hmm. raping their father. She said, I have no idea. I she didn't know this she, happened. No, she said, she goes, yeah, that's the Old Testament. There's a lot of weird stuff in there. I consider myself a New Testament type girl. I was like, okay, that's fair enough. Listen, I'm sure, you know, you pick mm-hmm. and choose what you uh, mm-hmm. go by. So um, I'll see. I'll, you should I'll see have told her that Jesus was Jewish. We're not there yet, though. I can't talk on things I don't know. You don't know that Jesus was Jewish? No. I don't know who Jesus is yet. You're 49 years old. I told you, we're not doing this anymore, man. I am in. But the, you were I'm having in, a conversation with her in real life. Yeah, about the Old Testament, because that's all I've read. But only she, part of but it. But she mentioned the New Testament. Oh, I should have said, what the hell does that mean? I don't know what that means. Right. Never, if, uh, you're gonna, if you're following your ridiculous train of like <laughs> logic, sure. All right, so that brings us to Exodus 18. You know what you're like? So, um, what's his name? Jim Carrey did an Andy Kaufman movie. Yeah. The biopic of Andy Kaufman. And then he did like... Um, a documentary about making that movie, and apparently he was just like in character a, the entire it? time. He was like Andy it's Kaufman, method actor, making right. him like completely fucking insufferable. Yeah, that's what you're like right now. You're completely like with this whole like I don't know what Jesus is. We haven't gotten to Jesus. Hey, what if it I actually, makes conversation impossible? What if I actually extend this into my real life and literally don't mention anything biblical that I haven't read yet? <laughs> you do um, what you got to do, Scott. You know what? Then I can tell people, tell me about this Jesus. And then when I get to it, I'm like, that guy didn't know what the hell he was talking about. What, what is it? Yeah. All right. So uh, Exodus 18. Forget Jesus. Let's get the Jethro's Jethro. advice. Now, Jethro was the guy I made fun of, like having like a Midwest Jethro. name. Jethro was the guy. He had a different name at one point. Jethro, right? right. He was he was introduced as Moses' father-in-law with some name. And then the next time he gets talked about, his name was Jethro. Yeah. Which yeah. you rightfully pointed out and made fun of. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, so Jethro is his father-in-law. He has Zipporah and her two do- sons, Gershom and e- Eliezer. Eliezer? Now, Zipporah was Moses' wife. He sent her away during, like, before the battle started. Like, I don't remember. Did I miss part of this? Or I so, forgot. again, they didn't mention any of that. You think Moses sent away his family to be safe while he asked all these other families to make this? Bro, I mean, that's, that's the only <sighs> conclusion you can come to, right? Yeah. Like, he sent. But in fairness, his wife isn't an Israelite. Right, because remember he fled Egypt, yeah. and he went. The Israelites were slaves in Egypt. He fled Egypt to Midian, mm-hmm. where he winds up like living out like forty years of his life there, basically. Right, right, right. And, and his then Moses is the priest of Midian. Right, so he's not an Israelite. They they like believe in some other like okay. god or okay. gods or whatever. Not you know? for long. So technically, his wife isn't. Jewish, okay, or whatever you know, yeah. an Israel, it, Israeli Israelite. But either way, look whether he sent her away right or not, it's superfluous. Superfluous, That's yeah, nice. it's superfluous to this entire passage because the father shows up, Jethro shows up, the fact that. His daughter and his grandkids are with him. 
don't do anything for the story. Like he could have shown up with or without her. And it does nothing for the rest of the story. Well, maybe not, but somebody might have asked, like, what he, where's Moses' wife? And somebody might sons. have asked, too. So, like, the rabbi's, like, writing, like. No, I mean, somebody in, in the our book. world might have asked, like, what happened to his wife and kids? Oh, so the rabbi that wrote the Exodus 18 was taking that into consideration. Was right? taking that into consideration. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I, for, I haven't mentioned. Uh, right. right. It's a plot hole. So it's like it's like a it's like the sloppiness of like the Game of Thrones final season where they're like we got to tie up some like loose ends real quick. So where it used to take like an entire season to get from point A to point B, we're gonna do that in like a half an episode now. I'm pretty sure if I mentioned the chains that they pulled the dragon out of the lake with, that this (laughs) completely we've done this before. (laughs) Like we've definitely talked about this already. No, I like the part where John got up and started yelling at the dragon <laughs> right before um, what's her name killed the the king zombie. I don't remember. In the final, in the battle of uh, yeah, Winterfell yeah. against like the zombie army, you know. I don't remember him yelling at the dragon. Like it was over. Like you know they were about to lose and this and that. So we had to go out with a snarky remark. Yeah, so he he was, like, hiding from, like, you know, the zombie dragon, and then finally he got up, and he's, like, the dragon's, like, all, like, up on him, and he just, like, starts screaming, and that's when Arya comes out of nowhere, like a fucking deus ex machina, you know what I mean? Like, of all people that were going to kill the Night King, why was it Arya, whose entire plot line had nothing to do with that? Like, it should have been Jon Snow. Uh, dude, I don't remember. Let's get to, let's get to this fantasy story. You don't remember the debacle of that Game of Thrones turned? Okay, I'm sorry. I like how she killed the good zombie king. I remember that. And you know what, Scott? I'm sorry. And you wonder why I'm so angry. This is the world I live in. What that I'm interrupting, wanting to move no, on? Oh, that, that bad that story people, writing. Yes, and those two idiots. By the way, they wrapped it up so quickly because they were supposed to get another two, three seasons. But no, they had like a deal to do like a Star Wars movie or like a series of Mm. Star Wars movies. And they fucked up Game of Thrones so bad that they took away those fucking Star Wars movies. Really? Yes. You know what? That's good. So when we got our next project lined up, we can't just we can't like phone this in. We got nah, they're doing st- some bullshit on like st- Apple TV now. Yeah, yeah. People, <laughs> people that are listening still, rest assured, we're gonna have this amount of sincerity up until the end. I mean, at least yeah. at the end of the night. Let's anyway. go episode by episode. <laughs> yeah. So he sends word ahead that he's gonna go meet them. How exactly does that happen in those times? Like, how did he know exactly where they were? And a runner. You, okay. you have like runners, and you yeah, know. Like word you, gets around. You like, send away like a, a lithe young man. Yeah, and as, <laughs> and as much as they've been traveling, they are traveling. What does by lithe foots. mean? Do you know what lithe? It'll means? be in the vocabulary section next week. Are right, you going to look it up? Mm-hmm. Lithe. It means like. Um, does it uh, mean like thin? I, I want to say thin, wiry, felt, wiry, like moves, moves fluidly. So those are different things, yes, right? It's all over the place. That word. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. All right. So uh, he, uh, so they end up meeting up, Moses, uh, and they catch up, Mister Tull, because they um, haven't seen each other since Moses left and was almost murdered by God, but saved by his wife's circumcision of their child, who wiped the foreskin on Moses's foot. Right, that whole <laughs> normal story that took place, like we're supposed to forget that part ever. Happened. Yeah, so they go into Moses' tent and they just basically exchange war stories. They he hung just tells, out, right. he tells him the whole story about how he just, you know, he right. aced this shit. Right. 
And so if the father-in-law didn't like him before, he definitely likes him now. Well, he's like, oh, shit, Moses is in with, like, this god dude. I chose right for my daughter. Yeah. yeah. So he's 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 not denouncing his god. No, but he does say this: the Lord is the greatest of the gods. Yes. Which brings me back to, is it possible God was talking to other beings, like lesser gods? The more I think about it, the more yes. And now, because we already know God's a narcissist and a sociopath, by the way. Mm -hmm. Who doesn't yawn when other people yawn. He's plotting against these other gods because apparently God can only exist if people believe in the God that exists. So he's he's turning all these other people against their gods so that he can get all of the praise and attention. It's like the never-ending story. You stop believing, then yes. nothing comes. Yeah. Try you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like a rumor that that horse really died. It's like uh, online... Uh, what do they call those things? Old wives' Conspiracy tale, uh, urban uh, legend. Yeah. yeah, that the horse died during the filming of that like bog scene, but it didn't. I heard, no, 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 no. I heard in the background, you could see him hang himself from a tree. That's Wizard of Oz. But no, this is the horse. And oh. The <laughs> story hung himself. <laughs> yeah. He, because... He was always like he wanted to be in a Shakespeare movie. He was like a serious <laughs> like London theater trained right, horse, right, yeah. and he was like, "What am I doing? These schlocky he like eighties like yeah. Shit, yeah yeah." Next movie was gonna be, he was gonna be in Time Bandits right. next, and he right. was like, "I'm not doing it." <laughs> <laughs> I gotta show my face in this town. Uh, yeah, so now he says uh, this god, Lord, is the is the uh, greatest of all gods, and uh, all right. So they spend the night. Yeah, they, they, they spend bread. the night talking. They 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 reconnect, and then the next day, um, Jethro watches as all day Moses spends like mediating like problems that people are having. It's like he's standing in the town square. Sitting and it's just a line. Like he's a, he's a, he's like a shopping mall Santa. Like just, just lined up to sit on his lap and, and well, no, ask for things they want. He's like Vito Corleone on his on the day of his daughter's wedding. Oh. It's just like people are coming in and like complaining about like other people. Like what are you complaining about? You were yeah. all walking for like all these years. Like yeah. you don't need have shit. And you know, most like all these years, you never wanted to do business with me. Mm. And 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 uh, Mr. Tull, to his credit, realizes that Moses can't do this all day every day. Yeah. So he tells him, he's like, um, "Yo, get yourself some lieutenants, like mm -hmm. people you trust. Yeah. Have them like solve all these bullshit, like little fucking problems. You know, like if Ethel thinks that you know Martha stole a chicken from her, you know, uh." Let them deal with it. You deal with like the really important like shit. Yeah, like what's the value of the pie that somebody took off the windowsill when it was cooling off? Like, <laughs> right. Hmm. And by the way, uh, the Israelites. Yeah. Were they completely uncivilized? Were there no like rules or laws? I gotta assume they were. They Why were... all of a sudden? Where did they go? Like before? Okay, before they came to Egypt. Right when they were living in the land of like Shechem and like all these uh. other places, 
they they knew how to act, right? Yeah, I guess. So all of a sudden, they don't know how to act. Well, maybe because they had they had roofs over their heads. They had a. Uh Something about humans, man. They could be the nicest things in the world. They're not even three months into this journey. And by the way, they're like Bedouins. They've brought like, they had, they set up like tents. It's, it's like a traveling like city. They've been humping their stuff. (laughs) I saw that on the website, (laughs) humping. (laughs) Yeah. So Jethro suggests um, Moses only basically is the interface between God and the people. Yes. Like when it's a like when it's a, like a Supreme Court case, he'll he'll do it. And Moses will also teach yes, the people. Yes, exactly. He's like you're yeah. the Supreme Court, assign like some people to be yeah. the lower yeah. courts. Like 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 Harry Anderson, like yeah. a night court and like there's a traffic court, like to, <laughs> to all the nonsense. And uh yeah, basically appoint judges at different levels and he specifies like uh for the tens, the fifties, the hundreds, the thousands. Like so it's different levels. Like yeah. uh yeah. So um and then Jethro goes peace out and he leaves to his own country. Yeah. I don't know. That's it. I don't know if we hear from him again, but uh, that's it. Yeah. And here is the part I've been waiting for. So this gets us to Exodus 19, right? Yeah. And the Israelites reach Mount Sinai. Yeah. So after about three months, it's described as three new moons. Right, right. Which is about like 28 days, right? A new moon is every 28 days or so. Yes. So that's about three months. Um, they reach basically the mountain upon which Moses is going to receive the Ten Commandments, famously, <laughs> Mount Sinai. Um, <laughs> what are you, a fucking going to lay an egg? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know it was Mount Sinai he gets them from. Right, well, that's too bad because everyone else in the world knows. It was on top of the mountain, but not that mountain. Okay, so they, they reach base camp and... Um, God calls Moses to the mountain. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm going to read it. It's yeah, Exodus ahead. 19, verse 4. He's telling Moses, you're going to go and address the Israelites. And this is what you're going to tell them. You have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Mm-hmm. Now, therefore... If you obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasured possession out of all the peoples. Indeed, the whole earth is mine, but you shall be for me a priestly kingdom and a holy nation. These are the words that you shall speak to the Israelites. Uh, That's heavy. I'm going to start with. See what I did to the Egyptians and bore you on eagles' wings. Mm-hmm. Okay, fool, we walked here. <laughs> like, like, like we didn't get on some big pterodactyl. Right. It wasn't like it wasn't like the end of Lord of the Rings, right. where like Gandalf sent like those eagles, you know, to like rescue them. They walked. <laughs> so, so you might be embellishing this story yeah. a little. It's or maybe it's like God showing up at the very end after the ring like falls into like the volcano, you know, of Mordor <laughs> and like fucking the hobbits are just like dying and God mm. shows up. He's like, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that. That was me. Uh, yeah. So now he's like, now, if you obey me, 
keep my covenant and all that. You will be my most treasured possessions, mm-hmm. which is a weird term. Uh, term okay. You know, like uh, I think I've I, got a big problem I, with this, by I, the I way. I think Pharaoh called them possessions too, probably. Yeah. But, well, let's hear about your problem. Here's my problem. He has been making promises generation after generation, starting with Abraham. Mm-hmm. He told Abraham, this is what you have to do. We're going to make a covenant. You're going to cut off all these dicks, right? Well, part of the And you're going to spread, you know, I'll make sure that, you know, you're going to possess like your offspring and mm-hmm. their descendants will possess like the earth. Mm-hmm. Right? That was the covenant. That was it. That's that's the fucking covenant right there. Oh, I know where you're going. I see where you're going with this. But then with each new person, He's like, well, this is like you got to do this for the. But he's already made the original covenant. But because he's apparently immortal, he gets to rewrite the rule. He's like, well, that covenant doesn't exist anymore because that guy's dead. But if we're being strict mm-hmm. in let's what heavenly law, biblical law, divine law, mm-hmm. God made a promise to Abraham. Abraham fulfilled his part of the covenant. There's no reason why these people should be going through any of what they're going through. Or if they are going through, let's say this is God's plan, he shouldn't be adding more shit to the covenant. I I, I feel you on that. I do. do. You know what I'm saying? Like he keeps adding clauses. And what I think is worse is. But both parties have to sign off on these clauses. But he's just like adding clauses. I'm assuming that he feels once that guy died, that covenant was no longer valid. But he valid. knew that guy was going to die. Yeah, well, that guy should have known that. This <laughs> He's a scumbag. Kind of, yeah. Which like does, Moses doesn't know the covenant he made with Abraham. But this is the thing. I'm assuming that these people know the covenants because it's passed down. Right? Like, they know, like, the the the... The rabbi who's writing the book of Exodus or one of the people who's writing, the, mm-hmm. they know these like oral traditions uh, that have been passed down. Yeah. They know Abraham, right? They know like, so they're making up these like traditions. So why wouldn't they know? Maybe all these stories were built like in a bottle, like a, like a bottle, like the rabbi that wrote Genesis 1 through 5 didn't know the rabbi that wrote Genesis they kept separated yeah. and then when they were all dead they just smashed the book together well that's absolutely what happened yeah. it wasn't even in a bottle like this rabbi wrote it in fucking this bumfuck city yeah. or town and then the other rabbi wrote it in whatever bumfuck so may- fucking so, town so maybe maybe people four chapters down don't know what happened in the first chapter because they never read that part they weren't part of that I don't it know it wasn't until like the way it, the bible is edited Again, God seems like a real dick. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> All right, so that was my problem with the whole covenant part because he keeps like saying like this is what you have. I keep like making these new covenants with people. Yeah. So he tells the people like what the, God, the Lord expects of them. Right. And then Moses has to go back and relay that inf- relay that information to the Lord. He has to tell again. the elders, and they're cool with it. The yeah. elders were cool with it. And then he has to relay to God what they said. Yeah, then he, right. Again, not all powerful. Nothing said he was all powerful. But then, so God appears in like, yo, God, there's, 
You're telling me God doesn't smoke a lot of weed? He's constantly appearing in a cloud of smoke, right? <laughs> like, he's got, like, the best kush going, the, the right? The burning bush was kush. Yeah. He's just, like, appearing in clouds of smoke, right, constantly, which makes sense, I guess, because Moses is most likely getting super contact high because... Yo, the weed God smokes. Can you imagine how fucking powerful that shit must be? Maybe that's it why makes Abraham the chronic look like dirt. Maybe that's why Abraham don't speak too good because he's like so zooted he's out of his mind. He's high as fuck, of course. <laughs> that's why Aaron is able to speak because he's not like really around God, right? Yeah. No, it makes total sense. Doesn't hang out with those burners. Makes total sense. So God appears in a cloud of smoke and um, he's like... I'm going to appear to everybody, he tells mm-hmm. yeah. He tells Moses, which doesn't make any sense because he's just instructed Moses, this is what I want you to tell the people. But then he immediately tells him right after, oh, I'm going to I'm going to speak to the people because he's not there yet. He's on his way. And I'm going to get to that. OK, so when he tells Moses, I'm going to speak to the people. He's not physically present. Nope. How is he communicating this to Moses? We're not gonna, I'm not going to go there yet. Okay. I just want to go on to um, the people consecrated, which I had to look up. So the Lord told uh, Moses to go to consecrate, consecrate, consecrate the people today and tomorrow, wash their filthy clothes. On the third day, I'm coming down Mount Sinai, onto Mount Sinai in front of everybody. Right. So consecrate kind of means to uh, make like a separate, like uh, I didn't really understand what, what what the word meant. It's kind of like anoint, like prepare yeah. to make holy or like accept okay. into like a religion. Remember like when George <laughs> yes, in yes, Seinfeld yes, yes, wanted yeah. to like he had to become hook Greek up with Orthodox. that woman. He, right. So yeah. he started like, so, right. So they were going to consecrate him. Like, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So he had to consecrate the people, and I'm going to come down the mountain, and this is where this whole thing make, starts to make sense for me. What It starts to make sense. It starts to make sense. Okay. And he says, when he comes down, yeah. be careful not to go up or touch the mountain. You'll be put to death by arrows, by stone. It doesn't matter. Animal or human touches the mountain they're going to be put to death. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought that was like a, one of them God tests, like an ultimatum, mm-hmm. but no. He says, be careful. That's a slip-up on his part because he's not actually going to kill them. The, the super hot exhaust from the spacecraft that's coming down is going to heat or irradiate the mountain, and if they touch it, they're going to die. So, so... And then when it's, the trope- it's interesting that you bring this up because as I was reading this, right? So, okay. This is Exodus 19. I'm going to read this. Okay. Right. You mind if I read it? I'm going to read like, like the actual verse. It's verse 12. You shall set limits for the people all around, saying, Right. Be careful not to go up the mountain or to touch the edge of it. Any who touch the mountain shall be put to death. No hand shall touch them, but they shall be stoned or shot with arrows. Whether animal or human being, they shall not live. When the trumpet sounds a long blast, they may go up on the mountain. Do you know what that sounds like to me? 
It sounds so. You're suggesting it's like a, a rocket sh- or a spaceship, yeah, a spacecraft. They're cordoning off the landing site, and the site. trumpet being like the sound of it accelerating it's, it's, away, like leaving. Well, no, it's coming down. It's not leaving. It's coming down. Well, it says when the trumpet sounds a long blast, they may go up on the mountain. So, oh, I didn't even think about that. So while it's hovering above the mountain, right? They can't go there because of whatever, radiation yeah. or fire or this or that. And then the trumpet is as it like yeah. leaves. And if you think about like what the end of a trumpet looks like, yeah. it looks like a rocket nozzle. Okay. Sure. Right? Sure. Sure. So what do you think is more likely? This is this is God. Yes. Or this is Elon Musk landing a freaking falcon in the in the past. Bro. Today, I took Noah to the park, and I was reading the section in the park, and what you just said was my exact thought. Yeah. My exact thought was, it is more realistic to me that this is a time traveler Yeah. coming back. And I'm not saying it is. You no. know what I'm saying? It's no. ridiculous to say that. But what I'm saying is, that is more reasonable That's to me than this being... God. But here's where it wasn't reasonable. Like we said earlier, any, you know, any any technology significantly advanced is indistinguishable from magic. So imagine people back then seeing a rocket ship landing. That's not the, the, it, the, the, there's no frame of reference. It's incomprehensible. Right. So I can understand how through the through the years the story would change into this sure. this craziness. And this might not even be a time traveler. This literally could be an alien. Sure. Or it could be somebody from that lost continent of Atlantis. You know, they, I mean, they, they sure. slipped out right. into the real world. Sure. It could be, a, right, any of those things. It could be an alien, right? It's unlikely, but it could be. It could be a time traveler. It's unlikely, but it could be. But the only thing that it is not is an entity that created everything and is in control of everything. So, yeah. So, um, before before the so he mentions when the the trumpet sounds you can come up. I was also thinking well maybe it's like a construction site like right. when the, when the dynamite's going off. Right, you don't you're, it's not safe until right. you hear the 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 the, the siren. And by the way, I'm sorry. Your suggestion is, um, the command not to go up on the mountain is for safety reasons. Yes, I thought when I was reading it. It's for op- obfuscation. It's to like hide. That it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz, you know, like don't like approach the curtain, you know, because I've got all these fancy like. Right. Did you see the Spider-Man movie? No. Far from home. No. So the premise for that movie is it's stolen technology where it's like all of these drones. Spoiler alert. So thousands of drones that can create like images so let's say a thousand drones lined up together can create an image of this monster, mm-hmm. and the drones are equipped with like lasers and this and that. So it looks like a monster is like destroying like whatever, but it's really like a collection of like orchestrated drones, you know, working yeah. synchronized yeah. drones working together. Um, if we're talking about aliens or time travel, it's very simple for them to then do shit like separate the red sea or like you know do any of the things right. that are being described These are all transport a force field teleporting tricks right um but get bef- all right so he says those are the instructions so moses goes down to the people and says prepare f- for the third day do not go near a woman 
Yeah. There's no mention of it again? I yeah, I wrote down, Moses prepared everyone and then told them they can't have sex. Yeah. Oh, maybe because they, they, they clean themselves? Maybe part of the they... consecration for God. You can't have like smegma. Okay, all right. All right. So on the third day, although they are all circumcised, so that would like reduce the amount of smegma. So on the third day, <laughs> the smegma being, you know, like, yeah, we know what it is, man. <laughs> I just like saying smegma. <laughs> Stank on your hang low. <laughs> well, I've never heard that before, and I hope I never hear it again. Uh, Amy and I, we met on a. New York Rangers message board back when message boards were still a thing mm-hmm. and there was a user whose handle was stank on my hang glow. He's <laughs> like a big contributor to the board. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, so on the third day, thunder and lightning and a thick cloud and a blast of trumpets so loud. <laughs> Mount Sinai wrapped in smoke because the Lord descended on fire, in fire. Mm-hmm. And it's and it was shaking. The mountain was shaking. Shook violently. The blast of the trumpet got louder and louder. And then Moses was summoned up to the top of the mountain. Right. This This, is funny, by the way. This is hysterical. Well, he gets summoned up so that he can go back down (laughs) to tell tell people people and then to go back up. And then he goes, go down and get Aaron. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, yo, come here. And then Moses makes his way up. Yeah. So then, uh, and God, by the way, how's he responding? As what? He's not like, it's not a voice. Oh, he's, he's communicating through thunder? Thunder, right. Yeah, uh, I don't know. And he, he's very clear no priests or people can come up, or the Lord will break out against them. Yeah. I didn't know if that meant, he's, yo, I'm breaking out, like I'm leaving. Well, he's already so oh, that's oh breaking out. Maybe it's a uh, the ultimate breakdance off. That <laughs> <laughs> this is the final stage. This is the boss level. <laughs> this wins the cartridge. Right. So Mario's reached like Donkey Kong now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I I really want to get into this, man. Or not get like everything here. And again, because they don't have a frame of reference, reading this in 2022, if I never heard of God or anything, this, this story is clearly of a spacecraft to me. Mm-hmm. It's like the most reasonable thing. And then when you said that the trumpet sounded loud, maybe, maybe the ship dropped something off and then took off away. And that's why it was now safe to come up. I kind of thought it kind of landed up there. Yeah. And he didn't want people coming up. Because then they would see it. Well, what they he would see behind the veil, like you said. Right. But Aaron, they trust because, you know, they've been in Aaron's head this whole time. Right. So, hmm. Dude, man. It's an alien. So, again, time when I was sitting in the park, I didn't think it was an alien. But I definitely thought of the tra- time travel scenario. There's a... I'm going to send you a link. There's a great clip from PBS. There was... A series about time specifically, and Brian Green. You know who Brian Green is? Oh, was he in like Beverly he ho- Hills nine hundred two one zero? No, that's Brian Austin Green. He was banging Megan Fox in Texas. He was like married to her. No, this Brian Green was not banging Megan Fox. Shame. Um, he's an astrophysicist. I'd rather be the other Brian he's, Green. <laughs> he's like the new. He's the new Carl Sagan in so far as. Like he he writes books for the public, you know, like he's almost he's like 
the less arrogant version of Neil deGrasse Tyson. I was going to say, is he a little less arrogant? Than right. So he's like a more palatable version of Neil deGrasse because he's not as full of himself. And I've so told you... So you'd rather you, eat him than Neil? <laughs> yes. I would rather digest him emotionally. No. Um, so I've told you about the World Science Festival videos that I've watched on YouTube. He organizes this. Okay. I, I've talked to you about You don't remember any of this. They have um, deep conversations, so they'll have like a panel of like five astrophysicists, mathematicians, whatever. Mm. Even like uh, they have like astrophysical philosophers. Mm. Yeah, and they'll have a conversation about parallel universes and like when you say philosophers, you mean strictly in scientific terms and scientific exploration. Of, yes, you know, you know, yes. thought experiments and everything. Yes, okay. they're scientists. Gotcha who deal specifically with the philosophy of like science, like okay. quantum physics gotcha. and like shit like gotcha. that. So in other words, they're the guys there to say like, if we start fucking with like time, like, you know what I mean? Mm. If we start like going to the quantum level and we're able to reproduce the Higgs boson, you know, like all yeah, that yeah. shit. So anyway, so Brian Green runs like something called the world science festival. There's a whole bunch of like talks and discussions, discussion panels, and lectures. I highly recommend everybody to go check it out. They have some really interesting, like, really interesting discussions. He has something on PBS dealing with time, and he explained it in a way, visually, that everyone should go and look at. Basically, all time, according to the theory of relativity, mm-hmm. which um, so far keeps... Every year, there's like a new confirmation of its like validity. You know, every year they, right after they, claim they find been, something they, that they makes it more it. and more like valid. Um, they haven't been able to reconcile it yet with like, um, is it quantum? Quantum mechanics? Mm-hmm. So that's like the theory of everything they're trying to find. They thought like super string theory was going to like get it done. Now there's questions about whether super string theory is even like a valid like science or what not. If, what if it's crazy string theory? <laughs> <laughs> like the, 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 the cans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, All right. Sorry, sorry. So, <laughs> so Brian Green, um, he had this thing on time. So according to relativity, relativity, all time exists together. Right. Okay. And then he used some illustration where he made like the universe, which is space time, right? Space time is a fabric and he visualized it, visualized it as like a loaf of bread. Okay. Now, if you leavened or unleavened leavened. Leaven, so like a loaf of leavened bread, risen bread. Expansion theory bread. <clears throat> if you slice it straight across, right, mm-hmm. um, the section that you're slicing across, the time is the same. But if you slice it across like diagonally, mm-hmm. you start at one time, but on the other side, it's another time. Hmm. Okay, but it exists at the same time. So it's kind of like if you're looking at a bicyclist moving away from you, technically, as they're moving away from you and you're standing still on a at the at at a basic level, your time 
is faster than their time because they're moving. Mm-hmm. You understand? The faster you move, the slower your time is. Of course I don't understand. Nobody understands this crap. Right. So you understand that it's a that it's being talked so about. So here's and the point. Are theorizing about it. Here's the point. Go watch this video. Look at the how he describes time travel. And the whole reason I went off on this tangent mm-hmm. was to say that to agree with what you're saying, when I was reading this section in the park, the section where God descends on the mountain, and there's all these like, you know, the description. Mm-hmm. I thought immediately of that Brian Green thing about mm-hmm. all time existing at the same time. And if that's possible, then why can't time travel theoretically be possible. I don't know if it's possible or not, but the point is, to me, it is more believable right. that a time traveler arrived, you know, than this being an all-knowing, all-powerful creator who has this need for love and worship and respect and expects everyone to follow and obey all of his rules. Or maybe they're conquerors from another continent that hasn't been discovered yet, that has a more advanced technology, that got lost somehow when they burned down the Library of Alexandria or something. Who knows? They might not even be time travelers. It could be It could be modern-day humans of the time that had advanced technology. Okay. Sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. We can speculate with all I want. Sure. But seriously. Like, like the Atlanteans. Like, 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 yeah, exactly. It's, right. it's, but really, this is, this is a spaceship landing. Come on. Come on, man. Come on. Okay, but time travel could be... Yeah. From a spaceship, right? Yeah, of course it could. I've seen Star Trek episodes that do that. <laughs> All right, so uh, what's what is next week? Um, so yeah, so basically we leave off. What? How did we leave off? We leave off with so the alien God. God telling Moses, "Go get Aaron. Yeah, bring him up to the mountain. Right, bring him up to the top of the mountain. I'm gonna meet with him. That's why you got to meet with Aaron. Why you meet with Aaron? And that's where we leave off." And we're going to pick it up next week, and uh, we are going to do the Ten Commandments. Nice. I like the little preview. The Ten Commandments. So next week, uh, we're going to start with Exodus 20. I don't know how how deep it goes, like Exodus 25, 20. However long it goes, I think we should definitely cover... All ten? All ten. I'm reading all ten. Yeah, yeah. Let's do... I did six days. I'm doing the Ten Commandments. All right. You think it's like a list? Like, you think it's going to be like... An actual list of Ten Commandments? I wonder if it's an unordered list with just bullet points or it's an ordered list with like numerals. Right, that's what I'm order. saying. Like, I know. you think it's a list or you think it's I like gotta, a whole I, bunch of fucking nonsense? I got to know how to code the HTML, man. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think we're good, man. So next week, uh, the Ten Commandments. All right, peace. All right, peace out.